0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm really excited for today's episode. I have my friend and fellow esthetician, Chanel Janae, who is the owner and creative director for Arcana Skincare. Chanel, how the heck are you? I'm great. Thank you. It's so, so nice to see you, Laurie. It's nice to see you too. For you guys listening in on iTunes, this is also available on YouTube. So you can actually hang out with Chanel and I in person. Where are you right now? Because the background is gorgeous. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's, I'm at Arcana Studio here in LA. I know, because I remember we go way back, you guys. You used to come in for facials.
1: Yes, I did. I love having treatments with you. It's just a great time to connect and, and talk shop with you. So it's always really, really fun. I, I miss our treatments.
0: I miss them too. And you know what is funny is I thought I cannot wait to get Chanel on here today. I feel like I've been thinking about bringing you on for years, but there were so many times when you were laying on my treatment room table that I wanted to pick your brain and I didn't feel it was appropriate during your facial time. So I am thrilled to have you here today and have all Mm -hmm. kinds of conversations. This episode is sponsored by The Contract Vault your all-access path to industry-specific contracts. So stop trying to make that general template work and get the contracts you really need because your business, now more than ever, deserves better than basic. So just go ahead and visit thecontractvault.com forward slash REF forward slash beautybiz and use promo code Lori, L-O-R-I, for 20% off your first month. Hello, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I'm a licensed esthetician, spa owner, industry consultant, speaker, and journalist, and the founder of the Beauty Biz Club, which is the only professional success-based society designed to dramatically up your bookings increase your profits, and provide you with industry-specific resources that are needed to succeed. If you'd like to know more about how you can become a member of the Beauty Biz Club, please visit beautybizclub.com. Now I invite you to join me as I feature inspirational messages from industry gurus and practical tips to tap into your best success. Stay tuned for some serious beauty biz entertainment. The last time we hung out was actually at dinner and mm-hmm. you we're just moving into your new location. So, gosh, let's start there and then we'll go back a little bit of your history into the beauty world. But what happened? You lost a lease, then you had to move and it was a pretty stressful time in your life.
1: Well, we were at our location in Santa Monica and the lease was coming to an end and we ultimately made a decision that we wanted to be more centrally located. So we found this great location and um, just went about you know, creating the space that we wanted and that took a little bit of time and it came out so nice and really, really happy. We love it and it's just made it easier not only for each of us that work here, but you know, really for our clients to be able to, to come to us.
0: I think that a move... Even two miles down the road in a place like L.A. can be stressful wondering if your clients are going to follow you or, you know, parking and and travel and traffic. How did the transition go when you moved to your new location? How far away was it from your old one? Well, Santa Monica, so many of our
1: clients were really more so on the west side already. So the transition to Beverly Hills was actually easier for a lot of them. And we were really, really excited about being able to just be closer for people to be able to come. Because as you know, in LA, it's it's tricky. I mean, you have to get up, you have to get ready, you have to drive, you would have to be there for the treatment and then drive home. So it could be quite, you know, oftentimes a two or three hour ordeal for them. So I think for a lot of our clients, it just made it so much easier for them to come and see us to, you know, be um, centrally located. And it's actually brought a lot of people back that weren't able to come as often just because, of, you know, the commute and everything to come previously.
0: So I'm curious, you were a lot, a lot of hats. And I want to talk about maybe first how you first found your way into the beauty industry. Did you go to esthetician school and that led you down the path that you're on now? Let's go back to when you went to school, where you went to school, why you went to esthetician school.
1: Well, truthfully, ever since I was really little, I was always really, really fascinated with skin and skin care. And I would read the backs of bottles and I would go into the department stores or I would go and have facial treatments. And I was always just really, really interested from a very young age. And so it came actually very naturally when an opportunity came to actually go to beauty college in those days, that's what it was called. And there was a whole institution <laughs> program. And I went through a regional occupational program through the high school in my senior year. And so I'd go to I'd basically go to school from eight to twelve, and then I would have lunch and then from one to five. Tuesday through Friday, I would go to esthetician school and all day on Saturday. And it was just truly in my blood. I was really interested in it and it just came very easy for me. And so when I transitioned, I got my license and I transitioned to go to, to regular college, you know, my heart and my passion really was skin. So I was fortunate to get that and other people recognize that in me as well. And though I did get my degree in psychology and I, and I enjoyed the process and I'm very grateful that I got to go to college, I I just realized that, you know, if you have something that just comes very easy and natural and you're obsessed with it the way I was, then you should really follow your heart. And that's really what I did. And it's uh, definitely been very, very good to me. I've been very, very
0: fortunate to do something I, I really love. Did you grow up in Northern California? Is that correct?
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm from the Bay Area. I grew up there and then I moved to Orange County. And then Los Angeles. So actually now I've been in Southern California longer than Northern California. But yeah, that's the where i ran from. Such a great place to grow up.
0: Now, did you grow up in a family that made you go to work when you turned 16? Yes. And my first job was at McDonald's. Oh my God. We have so much in common. Me too. Really?
1: I worked in the drive-through at McDonald's and
0: actually I really loved it. It was
1: so much fun. I mean, I was 16, so, you know, I didn't know it probably a lot, but I loved it. it was fun.
0: I got fired, I think, because I actually fell asleep in my car and didn't make it into work. I was not nearly I didn't love the job. So I showed up probably not to my full potential, but that's so funny. We're both Virgos, we're around the same age. We both love Rod Stewart. And who knew? We started concert
1: with Rod Stewart. I went with my mom and my sister to see Rod Stewart. And I just grew up listening to him and So great. I know, I know that you love him too. So it's always fun to see your post about him.
0: Oh yeah. It was the last I did before COVID lockdown, but um, I'm like, if I have to go into hiding, I'm at least going out having fun. So I don't know if people ask me this all the time, Laura, your life's so busy, you know, your online business and you're working in your spa. And I was a spa owner for a little while. They wanted to always know what my day looked like. And I feel like for you, you're a spa owner, you're a working esthetician, you have this global skincare line. Tell me what one of your normal days look like. Are you still in the treatment room? Like, oh my goodness, how do you find the time to do it all? Well, it's it's truly really about creating
1: balance, I think, first and foremost, and understanding your limitations and You know I think a lot of it has to do fortunately that I surround myself with really talented people who are really great at what they do so it it creates more balance in my own life and realizing that you know I just try to allocate time for the things that are, are most important so I am I mean obviously as doing treatments I I'm not in the treatment room the way I was years ago you know I do that and you know typically my the days really vary so so much but it is about creating that structure in one's life Because in doing that, everything else flows just usually more smoothly.
0: I feel like you're almost like a mythical creature. It's like you are a big time celebrity esthetician. You never really like, I don't see you exposing that part of your life at all. I think you highly regard your clients. I don't even know what the proper word is. Maybe their privacy. Yeah.
1: You know, I've, I've been very fortunate to work with a lot of really high profile clients over the years that continue to see me. And so, so some of them are, I think, are, you know, definitely more comfortable with that process of, of our connection. And then others I'm, I'm more sensitive to. You know, I, I really truly just try, I'm just grateful to be working in general. And so, whether they're they're high profile or they're not, I, I love working on people and, and taking their skin to the next level and uh, partnering with them to create really beautiful, luminous skin. And so, you know, with regards to celebrity, I think more now than ever, I think people talk about it more than, you know, when I first started, it was definitely more kind of low key, you know, kept it a little bit more under, under wraps, but, you know, people will ask about clients or, you know, certainly, you know, there are, there are clients that have been with me for years that, you know, post pictures about and talk about, Yeah, that I really love, especially if they're, if they're celebrating something great in their own careers, I want to share.
0: Tell me this, because this is how I could share who, who has mentioned you in the press. Because once they've mentioned you, then I think you are allowed to say, this may be a client of mine.
1: Diane Lane, Regina King, Julia Roberts, Sarah Michelle Geller, Adrian Brody, Will Ferrell. There's others that I'll have to think about that that have, have talked about, about Arcana and, and their treatments here with me.
0: You know, I want to ask you something, and I'm going to be all over the place. And this is usually how our conversations go, because as things pop up, (laughs) I get curious. If I don't ask, I'll forget. When you build that kind of celebrity clientele, and you're going to help a lot of other estheticians by answering this question, and I'm putting you on the spot. I didn't give you time to think about this before. But when you have that type of clientele, and then you open a spa, and you want to send your clients to your other estheticians, how the heck did you do that? So once I established my business and I was working with them, how did I refer them to other estheticians? In your practice, because it seems like those people build such a trust with one particular person. And I know so many spot owners are like, well, I started solo and now my clients really don't want to go to my other estheticians. Do you have a formula for that or was there something that you did that worked well, you
1: know, there's certain people that you just build this incredible connection with in relationship and there's a trust and they, you know, want to obviously continue to see you. And some people, some clients are more flexible and, and are open to seeing, you know, other estheticians that work with me. So You know, I mean, I really trust and really respect the institutions that work here in in their own way. They also work with, you know, a lot of high profile clients. So it's about striking a balance and just being grateful that I have such great people working with me that are really talented and can carry the torch because there there are times that you want to work on someone, but for a variety of different reasons, you're not available. So you want to be able to take care of people that you like and put them in the hands of someone that you trust.
0: Yeah. You want them to feel taken care of.
1: Yeah. And I always feel like there's enough to go around.
0: Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so many spa owners ask me all the time, Lori, I opened now. I have estheticians. How the heck? You open usually and get a staff because you're you're maxed out, capped out. You have other things going on. And sometimes it is hard to transition people over. I didn't know if you had a secret to success in that area.
1: Well, not on not the top of my head. I mean, I just try to, to just you know, you know, work with ultimately the client's needs and not my own ego. Cause I think a lot of times that fear is, is that if, oh, if I turn my client over to Lori, maybe the client won't come back. But I, I feel like if you're really good at what you do, you know, you come from a place really taking good care of the client that always, uh, you know, it always works works to your benefit they they continue to want to you and you know there are times too that you work with somebody and for a variety of different reasons they will start seeing someone else that works with you and sometimes people they struggle with that they take it personal like what did did I do wrong or am I not as good as that esthetician and you know I think that water finds its own level I think you just find and attract your clients your tribe and certain energy and certain personalities are just drawn and attracted to certain people you know
0: yeah. And when you think that way, you really eliminate competition. I love that.
1: Absolutely. I feel that I really do feel that there's enough to go around. And if you just come from a place of understanding what we're all really here to do and to accomplish, then your energy is put in that way. And it doesn't become a competition. It doesn't become an ego and it doesn't become, oh, I'm a celebrity esthetician. It just becomes about really wanting to provide not only the very best service and, and experience for the client, but their healthy, gorgeous balanced skin is going to be your best advertisement. And so I think that's where I try to work from or do to work
0: from. Well, I want to talk about how you became a skincare owner of a product line and it's funny because I was coming out to my casita which is where I'm filming this and Jay said oh who are you Jay's my significant other who are you having as a guest on the podcast today and I said Chanel he goes oh she makes my all-time favorite skincare product and it is the Arcana Magic Clay Mask.
1: Oh the Magic Black Ice Mask?
0: <laughs> yes. I, I yeah. love
1: that I'm so glad that he loves that I remember you sharing that I definitely have to get some some of that to you to him it is such a great mask so tell him thank you I'm glad he likes it
0: I will he was so excited he's like I like her she makes my favorite skincare product and one Mm -hmm. night he actually answered the front door when the doorbell rang and he forgot he had it on and he said the UPS man looked terrified when she opened the door and had on the the mask yeah oh my gosh that's funny Every time I go to the Cosmopolitan Hotel, which is actually quite a bit in Vegas, I go support your business. I buy something there, whether it's a hand cream, a face mask, whatever it is. But I love your product. So I want to know, how did it all happen? You're an esthetician. Where were you working? How did you become so involved in and ultimately become the, the owner of Arcana Skin Care?
1: Well, I met this amazing woman who really became a mentor and an amazing friend and amazing light in my life. And her name was Arcana. And she started actually in her apartment with this passion and this incredible treatment, which was a facial contouring, sculpting, facial massage. And that was really what started it all for her. And I had read about her years Prior to my actually meeting um, she worked with a lot of high-profile clients, and she was just a force in this amazing way. She had this incredible energy, and she just really was genuine and authentic, and. I learned about her and I met her and I came to work for her. And so I started working in product development and trained with her as an esthetician. So we partnered and, you know, they say that nothing in life is an accident. And that was actually what she said to me. on uh, the first week that I started working with her, it was like this just kind of amazing symbiotic kind of relationship that we had. It just, uh, we really connected and she was older than me and she was an amazing mentor. And so I just I just was very open to learning. I was already an esthetician, established esthetician, but I just really wanted to learn from her. She had such a wealth of knowledge and she was very open and very kind and very sharing. And and I I feel that she saw something in me too, a real desire to learn. And so I always say to people, if if you're fortunate enough to come across other estheticians to be mentors to you and to learn and to be open to that, it will serve you. And, you know, I I still carry so much of what she shared and taught me all these years later. So that's actually how it originally started. And talking about generosity, my very first high profile client that she sent to me was Diane Lane because she had been with Arcana for a long time and she wasn't available. Arcana wasn't available to, to take care of her And, you know, it was one of those amazing kind of magical moments because I had always truthfully been a fan of Diane, you know, growing up, seeing her in movies. And so here was this opportunity to work with her and she could not have been a lovelier. She's just incredible, incredible person. But that's actually kind of how it it really started for me. And, you know, I worked in different capacities. I was fortunate that I'd worked as an account executive and a trainer in education. So I took those talents and those strengths along with my being an esthetician to really get the word out to spa owners that would hopefully carry the brand because we have a whole back bar and professional skincare range that we only sell obviously exclusively to licensed estheticians and and dermatologists and so I I have relationships prior to my coming to our and that's originally what I along with training with her I, I was doing so wearing a lot of different hats kind of happened very early with my career with her. And I would loved that because she really wanted us to train in, in many different kinds of ways. I mean, I worked at the front desk, I worked selling and training. So, you know, it was obviously small. And so I had that opportunity to do that. So.
0: It sounds like she was your skincare soulmate. And really now you are doing legacy work. It is. It is a legacy, and what an amazing gift
1: she she was to me. And and, and I say that just she was so kind and so supportive to me in my career. And you know it was interesting because she she was very strong willed in this wonderful sweet way. And I would. Come up with an idea, or a concept, or a thought, and she'd say, "I don't know, I'll, I'll think about it." And then she would call me really early in the morning because she was an early riser too. I know you are, and so am I. So I okay. would get phone calls because it was kind of before the texting revolution. And she'd say, "You know, I thought about it. I meditated on it. I think you're right." <laughs> so she was really, she was really great, even though she was, you know, obviously the owner of the business, and at that time, before I I Partnered with her. But, you know, she still had that ability to just be open and flexible. And it wasn't all or nothing thinking with her, you know. And I think it can be that way malleable and flexible and open to the constant change that happens in all of our lives you know we just tend to be much we thrive and we're more successful when we go with things instead of always resisting things or trying to micromanage and control everything um, and that's I think the the gift that I have in my business within myself is that I recognize my strengths and, and I understand my weaknesses or things that are I'm not great at and so I you know, seek to surround myself with people who are really talented and gifted and and first and foremost really good solid people because I think that has so much to do with with our successes being with people who strive to really elevate themselves as well as as what naturally happens when you elevate yourself you naturally elevate other people.
0: Yeah, I agree. Hey guys, just a quick bit of information about the sponsor of today's show, The Contract Vault. Don't forget, I'm a licensed esthetician just like you, and I know the legal stuff seems scary and it seems expensive. I get asked all the time, Hey, Lori, do you think this leasing agreement for my spa space is legit? Or what about this rental contract that I want to give to a potential esthetician that wants to rent space at my spa? Or does my COVID form cover my butt legally? And the truth is this is out of my scope of practice and out of yours. But it doesn't have to be scary and it doesn't have to be expensive because finally we have the contract vault which provides all access to reliable contract templates specific to the beauty industry. On top of the contract you even get access to the members only Facebook group where the founder Andrea Sager, she teaches live every single month about all the legal stuff. So whether you've made $1,000 in your beauty practice or one million, here's the deal, you are still responsible for the legal stuff, just like the Fortune 500 companies are, okay? So even if it's just you, even if it's you and a small team, you are still responsible for the legal stuff. And the Contract Vault aims to arm you with the legal knowledge in order to steer you clear of those cease and desist letters and those lawsuits. So go ahead, head over to thecontractvault.com forward slash REF forward slash beauty biz. And if you use the promo code Lori, L O R I, you do get 20% off your first month's membership. So again, this is a great way to gain access to legal knowledge and contract templates that you need for your beauty business. Again, the contract forward slash R E F forward slash beauty biz. And it's promo code LORI, L-O-R-I, for 20% off your first month. So when you partnered with her, that just segued into you eventually taking over ownership of the company?
1: Yes, yes. We partnered together. Mm -hmm. We had ownership and joint ownership and... Sadly, you know, she was in kind of going and transitioning into semi-retirement. And it was a really hard time because I really loved her on a personal level. On a, you know, we were friends in addition to having this working relationship. And so, sadly, she got ill. She had cancer. And so I went through that with her. It was a really difficult and challenging time. But I'm so grateful to her. And, and I think about her so often. And there's, there's so many things that will come up that are just wonderful sweet you know memories
0: was she from like an eastern european country or somewhere where they're trained for yeah, an office, she a college was, she
1: was um she was from germany originally of swedish ancestry and so she spoke several languages and she it's a really sweet wonderful love story she met an american serviceman and she was his nurse And they became friends and became boyfriend and girlfriend and then they married and she moved here to the U.S. And so it's a really kind of sweet love story. I always think about that. She was one of the nicest human beings I think I've ever met.
0: Going back to what you said about just being open to learning. I know you still are because you've been to my events. You sit quietly in the back and nobody knows what a rock star we have in the house. I also know that a mutual friend or acquaintance, Amy Tice, is like, oh, I know Chanel, she was in my facial contouring class. So you're still out there being educated on the hands-on stuff as well.
1: Yes, I really love to continue the process of learning. I think, you know, that, that's one of the greatest gifts we're given is that opportunity to continue to learn, never get set or rigid. You know, I think it's it's having an, an open and flexible mind and, and being open to learning. And that continues to allow us to be, better in every, in every facet of our life. But certainly I think it's, you know, with skincare and and with facial treatments and working as an esthetician, you need to keep open to learning, you know, and I also think it's important to specialize too, you know, and and not try to be everything to everyone, you know, understand your strengths and really what your passions are in skincare. Because I think if you have a certain, you know, inclination towards working specifically with, with acne, you're really good at that and find yourself constantly absorbed in learning about it, reading about it. You just thrive on, you know, specializing. I think sometimes we can get a little bit, Turned around, trying to offer into every single thing that's available or everything that's newly popular. Not to say you shouldn't offer new things, but you—you you get my point.
0: I do. It's here's the thing. It's almost like you have to really have boundaries because we're in this industry where there's so many bright, shiny objects. You know. And for me, when I started, I did microcurrent for so long that that really was my niche and what I love to do. And then I moved to the desert and all of a sudden I started doing this facial contouring massage and I realized my clients are now probably mostly in their seventies and eighties and that human touch yeah, just to changes right. everything about them. Yes, I think that's an interesting point that you made. You know, when I started
1: out and I trained with so many women estheticians from other parts of the world that had immigrated here to the United States that shared their gift of facial massage, what I learned early is that they were so focused on on all these different modalities of facial massage very early in my career. And so I learned a lot of those and always studied facial massage. So I think that there's that incredible connection that you have with your client and and the amazing results you will see in terms of their, how great your face looks and feels, especially when you're incorporating all the lymphatic drainage and you know, it's amazing. So I feel like people respond so well to it, whether it's men, women, regardless of age. People just really love a really great facial massage.
0: There's such a difference when you say how somebody feels after. It is a different feeling. It's unexplainable until you experience it yourself. The difference between how you like after a chemical peel or an enzyme, you do feel better because you're like, oh, my skin is glowing. But after you get your hands on somebody and massage the heck and do the is a full body awakening almost or relaxation. It seems to harmonize.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, people want to look really great. And so there's so many different things that we can do to make the skin really healthy and bring the skin into homeostasis and make the skin glow but incorporating that along with an amazing facial sculpting and contouring massages is really a win-win. That's something that people really can't do for themselves at home quite the same way that when you have someone else, someone else do it. And I love, I really love that part. So for a while in our industry, I noticed that people were getting so far away from actually doing facial massage. And I really think it's such a component to a really great facial treatment, you know, whether you're doing peels, you know, it depends on the strength of the peel and such, but you get my point.
0: Yeah, I agree. I used to have estheticians say all the time, I'm not doing massage anymore. I'm like, send them over to me that because now it's like this newfound practice. The more I get into, you know, being a long time esthetician, the more I'm really recognizing the importance of the hands on touch. And I think I have so many questions for you, but maybe this is a good way to segue into this. And then I want to come back to Arcana. But I think something we need to remember, because we are actually recording this during both of us on lockdown in the middle of COVID, this is not going to last forever. That's right. And when it's over, people are going to be dying for our hearts and our hands, right? How Mm -hmm. often are you hearing from your clients? I miss you so much. I miss my facials.
1: That's right. Very much so. I think it's a great opportunity for all of us to really look and reevaluate what's important to us and what we value and what we really want to bring to our clients and to our to our businesses. And you know, it's it's almost I mean it's obviously a sad time, a difficult time, a challenging time, but I also think it's a great opportunity. It's almost like clearing the slate and allowing each of us to reassess our lives and it's a great opportunity to really take care of yourself, and I think if we take this opportunity to be our best selves—spiritually, emotionally, physically—you know—it just naturally kind of inspires us to be more creative with what we're offering to our clients. And definitely, as you, as you point out, that there's nothing quite like that touch, and I think we're all very deprived of that right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, people are going to be lining up if you know how to market it right and use your skill set in a way that just draws people in. One of my favorite. I guess quotes or sayings. And I don't know, if favorite, maybe the wrong term, but I early on saw a meme on Instagram that said, you know, we are all in this storm together, but we are all in a different boat, right? So you have a lot on your shoulders right now. You're carrying a lot, I imagine, uh, owning a spa, having a global product line. And every time I've seen you, every time I've been around you, you are so, you maintain a calmness. How are you so calm? How are you working through this? Do you have advice for estheticians who feel like God I'm barely hanging on right now? I want to work.
1: Yeah, I mean it is challenging. I would love to be working, you know, with clients as well, but and I'm very fortunate. But to answer your question, I, I think I really just try daily to think about what I have in my life that I'm really grateful for. And I say that sincerely because I think when we work from a place of gratitude and you know from very small things to larger things, it just helps us to reconnect to what we value, what's really important. And, you know, I think sometimes we, we were all going in this rat race and going at a pace that, you know, wasn't always so healthy for ourselves. And so, you know, for me personally, I, I just really thought a lot about my own health and exercise, yoga, meditation, you know, and... Staying informed and aware of what's happening in the world regarding COVID, but at the same time not becoming overwhelmed by the anxiety and the fear and the despair that has come along with that as well. Trying to create more balance with my life where I'm not overcome with what I don't have and focusing on what I do have and what I can try to manage in the moment and the day because I can't control tomorrow or next week. I don't think any of us could have ever imagined that this would come, the world would be the way it is right now. So unprecedented and there isn't any real reference, but I think for me, I focused a lot on meditation and exercise. I have the Peloton and so I get on that Peloton and I just you know, it's a great way to just de-stress and you know, we have these great Zoom meetings once a week, me and the staff and um, my colleagues, my friends and we connect and we just talk about really how we're feeling so obviously a lot of it's related to business but it's also related to how each of us are processing it by week you know, and gentle reminders to take care of ourselves. So it's good times I mean think about how many things in you know, a positive way that people have been able to reconnect with family and being closer to their kids and spending more time with their dogs and cooking and, and being creative in a different kind of way and not just being on on this you know, treadmill constantly that we were previous so
0: for me I just keep recognizing because you get into patterns I'm like oh my gosh I'm not rushing everywhere I didn't even realize I was always in a hurry and it, I wasn't doing things to the best of my ability. That's something that's really come into my awareness. Yes.
1: You're right. I think a lot of people feel very similar to what you're saying. You can look back and go, wow, I was really standing out of control, like just too much work, too much responsibility, too much, you know, taking on too much. And we were handling it and doing it, sometimes very well. But, you know, you lose certain things, you know, your friendships, your relationships are not maybe nurtured quite the same way
0: you know yeah did you get to open at all for the two or three weeks that we were able to did you get your spa open then yes we did and
1: we were, we were going along and then we got shut down so it's been a frustrating difficult time you know i mean we were ready just to transition back you know i think we all you know deep down inside we just wanted to be have some sense of what our lives were in that way before you know working again and connecting with clients but yeah we had to close down again like all of us so
0: I said to somebody the other day, gosh, what I'm suffering from the most right now feels like an identity crisis because I've worked every day since I was 16 years old. Yes. So that's been my biggest struggle. Like I still have my online business academy and that, but I find joy in being in the treatment room and like dressing up and going to work and I don't even care if I have to go looking like a welder right now I will put on that face shield I'll put on a mask just let me get my hands on people yes
1: it is very frustrating I think too especially when you see you know a lot of things that are kind of going out going on in the world where people aren't wearing masks and you're like well we're doing all the things that we're told to do and we know to do we've always done as as estheticians uh, with sanitation and disinfection and all these additional things that we're putting into place with the PPE but at the same time it's hard to be away from it you know because you are so connected to it and so much of our identities too are based in our work and so all at once we're having to kind of rethink how we connect and do our work and in many cases there are people sadly that don't have other parts of their business so their business was actually doing makeup or doing hair or being estheticians and that's all just kind of the rug has been pulled out from under yeah yeah
0: I think that's it. The rug being pulled out, going through identity crisis. And that's why I just keep reminding myself and whoever I can talk to in the industry trust me, this won't last forever. So, right now, just really pay attention to who you want to be in the future. And that's just what you have to work for, you know, and pay attention to.
1: Absolutely, it's taking this time, which is a time in our lives that we'll probably never get anything similar to again. This much downtime to really kind of look at, you know, each facet of our life, and certainly from a professional standpoint, what are things that that I can do and learn? You know, it's a great opportunity in that sense. If that makes any sense.
0: <laughs> How are you serving your clients right now? Are you guys open for product pickups, or are you certain yeah. times? Are you with them? via you know, email with certain clients you know we do have that
1: kind of connection where you know i reach out via text or phone call or an email and you know clients you know obviously are, are able to to purchase products from us you know online and things like that
0: how many estheticians do you have in your spa there are um four okay in spa. so
1: it's smaller more intimate
0: yeah It looks so gorgeous. I can see it behind you. And you hired a designer. You did not go into this, like you said, without the right support. So even down to the beautiful interior design of the spa, do you want to share that person's name or what that journey was like to get- Yeah, you
1: know, I wanted to work with somebody that understood my vision What I wanted to ultimately
0: create a
1: space that was really beautiful and welcoming and warm and pretty. And, and you know, at the same time, being open to their talent and their suggestions and- I came across this incredible guy. interviewed a few people, a few different interior designers. And for a variety of reasons, I didn't feel like they were the right fit. It certainly wasn't for a lack of talent. Sometimes it's just energy or it's, you know, their approach to how they, they do work. And I met this incredible guy. when I mean, he was based in Houston and actually through Instagram, and I you know, did research on him and I met with him and his uh, business partner and um, they flew out to California and, you know, one thing led to another and he was incredible, amazing. I really, really like him a lot. He's just fantastic and talented and smart and humble and just really wonderful to work with. And it's been great. What,
0: What's your Instagram business so people can go see what your spa looks like, the business handle? Oh, it's um, arcana.com.
1: And on arcana.com, um, the photographs of the studio are, are
0: on there. It's worth a look, everybody listening in. Awesome. So I know that you're, how many countries is Arcana in now?
1: Oh my goodness, I have
0: to count. Um, one, two, seven or eight. Awesome. Because I always see you traveling around doing, and you're in Nordstrom's. I see you at Nordstrom's all the time doing fun stuff. I want to go hang out with Chanel and do this fun stuff with her. I like, want to go
1: to you're awesome. I, I love you and I love what you what you do and what you create for people and, you know, the way you guide and support and it's incredible. It's amazing. Oh my gosh, I just feel so lucky that I get to, to work with so many amazing people and, and get to meet so many amazing people and Nordstrom has been an incredible. So we have our licensed estheticians that will go in and perform actual treatments you know, off the floor as a way of sharing our treatment products with them. And then we have a whole professional range that we don't retail that would be sold exclusively to estheticians. So it's uh, trying to strike a balance of being able to get really great products out to people in a large way. But Nordstrom is, is just incredible to partner with and they're, they're fantastic. And have been very supportive to us and our brand and it's done very well and so you know australia we're at sephora in australia which is great it's really really super fun and yeah i mean i feel so lucky that i get to do something that one i'm really passionate about and that you know really makes a huge change and shifting how people you know feel about themselves and in their skin and i mean how lucky are we i feel really lucky <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, you have so many amazing things going on. I want to ask you about, is there a favorite business trip that you got to go on? Well,
1: I've been very fortunate to go to a lot of amazing places, but I think one that really comes to mind that was super fun that we all did as a team was Australia. Australia, okay. Yeah, yeah I really love Australia. It's just a beautiful, beautiful country. Very lovely people.
0: So... Okay. If somebody is listening in now and they go, well, gosh, I want, I'm an esthetician and I want to check out this line, maybe potential bringing it into my spa or my solo practice. How do they find information out on the professional level?
1: Yeah. Basically contact us and we, you know, we definitely talk with them and answer you know, all of their questions and um, you know, we'd be happy to you know, tell them everything that makes our kind of unique and special and so results oriented. So if you had
0: to sum it up in a few sentences or a few words, what makes it so unique and so special? Well, I think we start from a place of integrity
1: and really creating products that are, are not only really clean and pure, but that have high concentrations of actives that have been clinically demonstrated to actually make a shift and change in how the skin you know, responds and functions. And so our goal is to really bring the skin into balance, to bring it into homeostasis and Homeostasis And, you know, the more holistic approach and, you know, leaving out things that don't benefit the skin, loading it up with high concentrations of ingredients that, that do make a shift and change in the skin and co-process our line, we incorporate a lot of chiral ingredients. I mean, we think a lot about what we're putting in and not just for marketing purposes, but, you know, really looking at the data of certain actives and what were the percentages of that peptide that were used in that in that research that was was conducted that showed a shift and change in how the skin looks. And so I think it's really truly a labor of love and we put a lot of, of passion and care into creating products and you know the goal is to step away from it and allow other people who are maybe not as closely connected to product or to a brand to try it to test it and give their honest objective feedback and you have to be prepared to hear what that is but it really allows you to be able to create a product that um, is a home run you know when you when you allow other people to give their feedback on on in development with
0: So how often are you in the R&D department? Is that where you spend most of your time, like at corporate? Yeah, yeah, I do.
1: I do put a lot of energy and time into that. And it is really a group collective effort. You know, so we're always, you know, you're you're looking at what's going on in the industry. You're looking at what people are telling you they need and want. And it's not jumping on every bandwagon. I think it's not trying to be everything to every skin out there or, you know, changing constantly to adapt to what is currently the most popular idea of treating the skin. But I think when you really understand skin, you create from that, you know, from that respect. So using, you know, there's so many ingredients that come out that are fun and sexy and they they market them really well. But there's just those tried and tested ingredients that we know really make a huge change in how the skin looks, you know.
0: Okay. So let me ask you, what are a few of your favorite ingredients right now or long time? Like you said, it's
1: um, true. and Well, this is definitely not super sexy, but I, I cannot stress it enough. And all the estheticians in the world totally get this is sunscreen. You know, it's, it's just such an important, important part of caring for the skin. There's, there's no other ingredient other than retinol that has more data and research to really substantiate its claims and its benefits so you know you can use all these amazing other ingredients and i'm a big proponent and fan of them and do use most of them but if you are not protecting your skin from the sun none of that's really gonna weigh in and change and shift and keep preserve your skin quite the same way without protecting it so i love sunscreen huge fan of that huge fan of retinol different forms of retinol, you know, and obviously antioxidants, we know that. And really looking at what you're doing daily in terms of your mindset and your, your health and your diet, Because so much of how we look and we feel is related to what we're putting in our body as well as what we're putting on it topically. And I think more of a less is more approach and you know, finding things that are appropriate for your skin type, your client's skin type. And it's not a one size fits all, You know, it's, it's a constant process of reevaluating your client's skin and making sure you're giving them the right tools and that they're consistent with it. So much of it, you know, so much of our successes in general have to do with that consistency that we apply. You know?
0: I love that you said less is more because I don't have very many pet peeves about <laughs> my clients, but the one thing that always drove me crazy is when somebody would come in. Or when somebody comes in, I'm acting like I'm never going to get to go back to work again. And I would do an extraction and like half their skin would peel off because that protective barrier was just so messed up. Yeah. So I think it's
1: very overwhelming for each of us and consumers in particular, because there's so much information. So much is being shared and marketed and sold to us. And, you know, each brand and every. Know, expert has a different, you know, concept and theory of skincare, but I think it's about finding the right tools for your client's skin that will make that will make the biggest change in how their skin looks and just that consistency, and not destroying your skin's protective barrier, strengthening your skin, and making, yeah. reinforcing it, and making it resilient and healthy, and you know, feeding your skin and nourishing it, you know, with the right antioxidants and
0: growth factors
1: and peptides and things that you know do do make the overall look and appearance. Of your skin.
0: So I agree with you. I think for a while that we, as a whole, our industry, the beauty industry, went through this like aggressive phase. Yes. You'd see it shifting now to a more holistic and nourish the skin and strengthen the skin type trend. Thank God, because I'm all for that.
1: Absolutely. It's really, really a nice transition to see. And you're hearing more about it because, you know, anytime that you're really being really aggressive to the skin, those side effects. Are usually inflammation, and we know that inflammation is really destructive to our overall health and well-being. So, you know, any ways that we can prevent that process from occurring, you know, we're much better
0: off for it. Oh yeah, you'll look younger longer if you nourish and strengthen. That's right. <laughs> I am. Um, before we wrap it up today, what I would love from you just. You know, keeping in mind, we're all feeling off right now. And there's three things I want to share with you that I keep talking about on my podcast because I know you're going to go, oh, my gosh, Lori. Yes, we're scared as estheticians, whether we're at home and this is our future or we're at work and we're scared of getting sick or making somebody sick. We're scared, right? Yeah, We are highly sensitive and emotional right now as a whole. But, you know, gosh, I feel like you're just one keyboard click away from being attacked by somebody. Yeah. <laughs> right. But most importantly, I think, and I'd like to focus on this with you for a minute, we are craving positivity. We're craving hope. Yes. Uh, we're craving anything that nourishes our beauty biz soul. So with that being said, if we wrap it up now with you just giving two or three success tips to the beauty business, entrepreneur, professional, practitioner... Gosh, we'd love some positivity from somebody who knows every asset or every aspect of the field, pretty much.
1: Yeah, see, well, you know, I mean, I think that the better prepared you are to ride the different waves and all the ebbs and flows of life, and you're less resistant to the shifts and changes that happen that are totally not within our control, the better you end up. You know what I mean? I think so much of it, it comes down to the process of understanding that we're all doing the best we can, and maybe we can even do better. And I think if you come more from a place of taking care of yourself, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, that you know it, it doesn't shut down your creativity, your passion, your drive, your desire to succeed and do well in your life, because this is, as you pointed out earlier, our conversation is is temporary it's not going to be this way forever that's the one beautiful thing about life is there's constant constant change and you know having a destination in mind is really important but it's also enjoying the journey along the way and you know you can have that destination in mind but things have a way of changing in mid flight so a lot has changed for all of us And so it's finding, I think, the good in hopefully one is healthy and you have your health and you have your family and you have the things in your life that you really value and having, you know, I think just really looking at how, what are the best ways that I can take care of myself and my, my business, you know, even if you're not actually able to practice and do treatments, that doesn't shut you down from learning. It doesn't shut you down from you know, fine tuning your offerings or what you'll be doing in the future with your clients. And I think that there can be good that we find in all of this. And it's just looking for those rays of light in, in this time that we're all in. There are many.
0: Yeah. I think that you just are saying find things that you're grateful for and, there is something good that will come out of this. And it's so easy for people to lose sight of that. So I think it's a, a perfect reminder, especially for an industry that's feeling a little beat up right now. Yeah. And it's understandable. We've all been kind of literally
1: shut down. Some places yeah. worse than others. And I feel like the opposite side of it is that you just don't want to, to allow anxiety and fear to control you because that's when it parlays and into other things you know of sadness and depression and you know feeling a certain sense of loss I mean I think we're all feeling a little bit of loss right yeah, it's important to to check in and surround yourself with people that also I feel like understand that and are supportive. You know, in this case, like the work that you do and what you offer to working, practicing estheticians and people that are aspiring to become estheticians. I mean, it's a great opportunity. Your academy and all of the, all the tools and all the things that you offer and share to you know create the kind of business and life that they want with their work.
0: Well. Speaking of that, maybe I'm going to end with this one last question. We have so many newbies just getting out of school and finding their way, navigating in times that you and I don't even really understand, right? Being a newbie right now. So what would you be looking for if you were hiring somebody at your job right now? Maybe this will help somebody that goes, oh my gosh, do I have a chance of getting a job in this industry ever again?
1: Yes, well, you do and you will. And I think a lot of it has to do with your mindset, being patient with the process, having going in with an open mind. And just, I think, you know, understanding your passions and your, your strengths. And I think when I think about what I, my point is, is that I, I think I would encourage people to think about what they would like to specialize in. What really are you attracted to in, in the industry? And I think so much of it has to do with your mindset, your energy, and your attitude. Just being flexible and open to learning and you know, align yourself with people who are gifted that you admire. There will be some that will be fearful of that, that interest that, that you convey to them. But there are these incredible people that will come alongside you and support you. And I encourage anybody to, you know, don't get bogged down by statistics. Don't be bogged down by, oh, there's enough of this industry. You know, you need to do this. Just follow your heart and listen to your gut and your instinct and believe in yourself and just go for it. I think so many people who succeed, it's not always because they're so much more talented or more beautiful or better connected. A lot of it has to do with their, their attitude and their desire to succeed.
0: It's having a passion towards it. For sure. And it's funny, I'm going to wrap this up today, circling back to the beginning of our conversation. You and I do have so much in common when we sit down and chat, we discover more and more about our lives. And you said you were just so eager to learn. And it ended up leading you down this gorgeous career path. Like you have a spa, you were led by a powerful woman who was also kind, you have a product line. Actually, I love to learn and I love to be around people who are a few steps ahead of me. And I was gifted my spa in LA by somebody who just kept reaching out saying, I'd love for you to come work for me. I'd love for you to do this. I would love it. And just being open when the opportunity is presented to you.
1: Absolutely. Yes, it, it is about, you know, I think so much of it has to do with just our drive and our desire to succeed and, and applying those steps each day towards your goal or your destination.
0: Hard work. <laughs> with that being said, I'm sure you have to get back to work because you have a lot going on. So I want to thank you so much for being here. I've been dying to chat with you for so long. I appreciate your time. We're just going to wrap it up. Maybe if you could give your website URL one more time for people listening in.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really, really loved connecting with you. I I think you're wonderful. But arcana.com, A-R-C-O-N-A.com and on Instagram and shoot me any questions you have. I'm happy to answer if I can.
0: Thanks so much, Chanel. I appreciate it. Thank you. Nice to see you, Lori. You too. Bye. Don't forget to go do your business a favor. Check out The Contract Vault, you guys. Seriously. You'll find all of the beauty industry specific contracts that you need right at your fingertips. So it's thecontractvault.com forward slash R E F forward slash beautybiz. And just remember to use your promo code Lori, L O R I, and you will get 20% off your first month. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of The Beauty Biz Show. If you enjoyed the show and you would take the time to leave a kind review over on iTunes, that is very much appreciated. And if you find you are left craving more beauty biz inspiration and success tools, then you're going to want to head over to beautybizclub.com, which is the premier online success Academy where talented practitioners go to maximize their potential and to become booked perfectly. Again, that is beautybizclub.com and it would be my pleasure and my honor to help you tap into your highest potential in the beauty industry.